is not whether or not Heather Dubrow as a human being is a flop. The question is, was Heather Dubrow's return, right, to this current season of The Real Housewives of Orange County a flop? Stay tuned. We'll get into my conversation right after these quick ads. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. I've executive produced top-rated programs such as eight seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Additionally, I have created shows such as Netflix's Styling Hollywood, owns number one rated love and marriage franchise and TV One's Hollywood Divas, just to name a few. Twice a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. So today's episode is going to be a doozy because we are going to talk about a very interesting topic that you guys have asked me on Twitter. And one thing about me, you know that I'm all about answering questions that you ask me within reason that I feel like my listeners would want to get my point of view on. But I could not do this by myself. So we're joined by my favorite guest so far. (laughs) Stop it. Come on. She is the executive producer at More Sauce. And she just so happens to be the executive producer of Reality with the King. Yes, my podcast. Come on, girl. We're talking about... Jasmine Henley Brown. That's me. Hey, Jasmine. How's it going? Carlos, I like it's so fun talking to you behind the scenes and everything, but I I am so excited to get into this today. Yes. No, listen, me and Jazz have the key key. So if you have been a listener of the podcast, you would know that in my introduction, I said to you that I've been approached to do a podcast for so many years. And the reason why I decided to say yes to the mess, honey, yes, is because when I met Jasmine, it was like, this is my homegirl since middle school. And not middle school. We have an age difference. Oh, and you see why? You see why I love, honey. You see why I stand because she is shady boo. Now look, honey. We may have a different age difference, but the black on our face ain't cracking. So listen, just listen. Saying. An age difference, and I'm much younger. I'm 23 years old. <laughs> so you know, getting a little Gen Z up in here. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, honey. I'm I'm the grand dom of reality TV. So <laughs> But no, I could not find a more perfect person to have this conversation with. So today's topic is was Heather DeBrell's return on the Real Housewives of Orange County a flop? So look, before Jasmine and I answer that question, I want to preface it with this. I'm not asking if Heather DeBro as a person 
is a flop. Because this podcast, we're not mean. You know, we have fun, we throw shade, but it's not mean-spirited. So it's not whether or not Heather DeBrow as a human being is a flop. The question is, was Heather DeBrow's return, right, to this current season of The Real Housewives of Orange County a flop? Yeah, and I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't think, like, I will never... Personally, I've never personally met Heather. Um, But yeah, was she a flop on The Real Housewives of Orange County? So much so that I could not finish the season. That's how much... Flopiana. Flopiana. Uh-uh, not Flopiana. The whole goddamn cast, but Miss DeBrow... They brought her back to be... Look... (laughs) They brought her back to be that girl. And I feel like past the first episode when we got that tour of her mall, um, a.k.a. her home. <laughs> Not the Mall of America. <laughs> Listen, that's exactly what it was given. <laughs> I was looking for the Rainforest Cafe inside of her home, the uh, the Ferris wheel. I was looking for all of that. But past that... I was so uninterested. I'm like, I, I'm personally just not a, a Heather DeBrow fan like that. So when I saw that they were bringing her back, I was like, I'm, I'm not amused. I'm not moved. I'm not excited. I did want to see that house. I did want to see that house. Mm-hmm. But Flopiana, that's my final answer. How about you? Everything you said, sis, I have to co-sign on the dotted line, initial <laughs> in this box, <laughs> laminated, Getting notarized. Signed, sealed, and delivered. I'm yours. <laughs> Come on, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I agree that Heather DeBrell's return is a flop. And what's so funny is I literally stopped watching this current season of The Real Housewives of Orange County because it just wasn't great. And let me explain to you why I agree with everything Jasmine said. I was not a huge Heather DeBro fan. She was fine in the midst of an ensemble. When you are banking your return on an individual, it's what Ebony K. Williams called a force multiplier. Right, Jazz? Like, yep, yep, exactly. I used to call it the queen bee of the show, the Nene Leakses of the world, the Vicky Gulbisons, the Bethany Frankels, you know, like the Teresa Judice, like, you know, mm-hmm. the force multipliers. Heather DeBro is not a force multiplier. It's like being in a girl group. She is a background singer. A very strong backup singer, right? Yeah. But she is not the lead. She is not, cannot, and will not ever be. The OC doesn't have a lead singer this season. They're trying to give it to Shannon, but she's not a force multiplier either. She's not the lead girl. Um, You know, when I stopped watching this season, that episode when... Heather and Gina went to New York (gasps) and they were eating pizza on the streets. And I was like, as if, you know, talking to Ebony, like as if her and uh, what's what's that young lady's name would ever be friends. Yeah, would ever be friends in real life. Gina and Heather, none of this is realistic. It's just not realistic. No, so Jasmine, I could not agree with you more. In real life, the likes of Heather DeBro would never be seen with Gina. Period. No. And you know how we know that's a fact? We saw Heather's friends at the dinner party. Yes. And they were just as fancy as Heather. Yes. So miss me with this, like, we're both from New York. Like, all of that, girl, bye. Sweetie, Oprah and I are both from Milwaukee. She's not coming to my home, <laughs> helping me with my wardrobe. I would welcome it. Like, Oprah, you're 100% welcome. Like, come make me over. Yes. But it's just not realistic at this point. 
at this point in my life. It's not realistic that I'll have a friend like Oprah. That's what Gina, <laughs> Gina and Heather was giving me back. So like two opposite ends of the spectrum for me. Oh, no, absolutely. And listen, the problem is this. So I, like you, Jasmine, watched the first episode and I tweeted, and y'all know when I tweet something, it's I, I, I must believe in it. So I tweeted how much I enjoyed the first episode because I thought it was a great introduction to the cast and to Heather's return. Mm -hmm. And then when Gina spilled the tea about Nicole having a boss job, alleged boss job from Terry, that turned out to be something that was dismissed or or the, the lawsuit was dropped. Yeah. I thought that whole thing was fantastic. So I was like, okay, maybe Heather's return is going to be great. But baby, after the second episode, it was dry boots. Like, even when I try to go back to catch up, I'm just like, like, I'm going to go watch, I don't know, public broadcasting system. Girl. Before I finish this, I couldn't finish it. I couldn't because they're, they're trying to make too much happen. And I think, you know, with the introduction of Noella, I don't like Noella as a, a housewife. Me neither. She's trying, she's, she's trying very, very hard, right? There's a difference between being thirsty and dehydrated and on life support. <laughs> so when you sign up to be on a reality show, I, Carlos King, I want you to be thirsty. And when I say thirsty, sure. that means I want you to really want to do a good job. I want you to, like, give your real life. That, to me, is thirsty. So I love thirsty. Dehydrated is when you're doing the absolute most. But you have redeeming qualities about yourself to where it's like, okay, girl, you are too bit excited to be on TV, but it's all good. When you are on life support, it's when you are so over the top. You are Tell a them. character. You aren't real. There is nothing real about Noella. And no. I, I think she's gorgeous. Beautiful gowns. Uh, Beautiful gowns. Gorgeous <laughs> gowns. Like, No. So pretty. Like, I would look at you. You can just, if they want to just have her, just give me a static image of Noella. I would just literally want to watch her. She's gorgeous. Gorgeous. But a housewife? Gorgeous does not a housewife make. Okay? Not at all. No, listen. You got to be more than gorgeous to be a housewife. And you got to be more than just like, oh, I'm going to talk about everything. Like, that's fine. But it's hard for me to connect to Noella because I haven't seen you with this husband who allegedly did these things to you. So I can't connect with you. I'm not seeing your child. So I can't connect with you being a mom. All I see is you crying all day long. And I just met you, sis. So I feel bad for your situation. It's hard for me to connect with you, which is why it was hard for me to connect with Gina when she first started. Because it was like, first of all, girl, your man's in L.A., and has an apartment there, but he ain't on TV. I work on Love and Marriage Huntsville. Uh, enough said. If your mm. man ain't coming home, uh. he's doing other things, honey. <laughs> Listen, somebody else was up in that apartment. And, and somebody else was. It later came out. Someone else 100% was. And that's why it's hard for me to connect with Gina. You know what, Gina? Like, the, the whole way that Gina's storyline played out with that situation, it made me feel like, and you can answer this as an expert, it made me feel like they were already on the outs, but she needed that to be her storyline when they started recording. I think the same thing happened with Noella. I feel like her and her men were already done. 
because she came on just too strong giving us the sex dungeon that was really a sex closet like <laughs> girl don't tell me you got a sex dungeon down down to the OC and it's a little broom closet with a cot in it and a couple of uh, <laughs> a couple whips and chains girl that is not a girl sex that dungeon. you ordered off Amazon before production started <laughs> Like, girl. Right, right. That's what it was giving me. Like, it made me feel like, no, y'all were already on the outs, but you needed a a dramatic storyline when filming started. So you just ran with this. But that's why we ain't never see that man. We didn't start seeing Gina's man until I think this season was the first he came to be with the kids. We never seen... Oh, I stopped like, watching, so was he on? I think so. I want to say I've seen this on a preview. Ooh, not the overview, but the preview. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's when I think I've seen him. No, I think. Um, but yeah, it's it's given... Y'all were already broken up, and I, had to, I knew I had to do this reality show, and I need to be as dramatic as possible. And so I wanted to just act like this breakup was happening while filming what's happening but um i know we're not i could go on a deep dive about all these ladies but i know we're talking about fancy fancy flop <laughs> not fancy pants fancy flop i know we're talking about not her she, she's the reason for this season flop. <laughs> damn jazz tell her how you really feel go ahead sis but you know what heather is a level of rich that i can only aspire to so i will give her that i will give her that all that all that listen I enjoyed Heather in the midst of Tamara, Vicky, Kelly Dodd, Megan King Edmonds. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed yes. that. MKE. Right? MKE. I enjoyed <laughs> when, listen, when I'm casting for a reality show, a Heather DeBro type, which is stoic, um, rich, beautiful, beautiful rich. family, mm-hmm. successful, mm-hmm. Um, OCD type A. Those are all good qualities for a reality star. But you never put that quality into being the queen bee because the purpose of the queen bee, a.k.a. the force multiplier, is that person has the strength to rally the girls together. They have this mother quality. Like mm-hmm. how Kelly Michelle said Beyonce was the mother of Destiny's Child. Like mm-hmm. Beyonce was like, no, we got to rehearse, girls. We got to do that. <laughs> Every reality show has that. OC did not have it. Heather DeBro is not that girl. And mm-hmm. as much as they tried to make Fetch happen, I wanted to burn the book of OC and just <laughs> throw this season in the trash can. That's where it belongs. It is a whole heap of just everything's I go. In the words, Tamara said, that shit sucks. <laughs> and I agree. <laughs> I agree with her. It's it's just it's hard to watch. Like they like I said, they don't have that queen bee, that false uh, force multiplier. They don't have that lead singer and they desperately need one because I don't think that the OC is a lost cause. Like I was seeing people saying like they should just can it. I don't think it's a lost cause. I think they just need people in place that can really do the job that you mentioned. You know what I mean? Like not, I wouldn't say matriarch because I don't think Nini was, was like the mother. I think Nini had this quality that everybody wanted to be close to her. So that's what was able to bring everybody together for, you know, that particular franchise because everybody wanted to be Nini's friend. But I, she... (laughs) No mother's going to open the door and, and tell you, hey, Nene, you look good. You don't, bitch. Your mother is not going to say that. I mean, your mother was raised on the other side of the track, she would. We'll be right back after some quick ads. This is Reality with the King. 
Let me give you some I tea. Love, I love getting the tea from you. Okay. When I was the executive producer of Atlanta Housewives, mm-hmm. Nene Leaks did not come back at the top of season eight. Mm-hmm. And I remember a moment. I was filming season eight of Atlanta Housewives. And I was talking to my fellow producer. And I said, something's off about this season. And I said, they don't have a queen bee. So to your point, Nene is not the mother, but... As somebody who who's worked on Atlanta Housewives and worked with Nene when she was on for those years, mm-hmm. Nene had this presence where the ladies respected her so much. And to your point, they did want to be friends with her because Nene's a good time. And Nene definitely knew how to rally the troops in a way that she felt like, okay, let's go. Now... If you were on Nene's bad side, then yes, the door would get slammed in your face at the Intercontinental (laughs) Hotel, honey, in Atlanta, Georgia. (laughs) So the OC needed that. And what's sad is that person was Vicky and even Tamara. And Mm. when you lose two force multipliers at the same damn time and you replace them with one person who isn't the most likable person in the world. Yes, yes. It's not going to work. No, it's not. I would I would argue with you. <laughs> Vicky and Tamara aren't exactly likable either, right? Like, I, I can... A lot of people make those points of, like, they, like, Vicky is not a likable person. You know, people talk a lot of shit about Tamara. For what it's worth, I 100% enjoy watching Tamara on TV. And then being able to meet her, I'm like, oh, no, she's actually a very pleasant person right um but they did something they had something like what nini had like vicky for sure even when you can't stand her even when she's yelling at somebody about a damn family van (laughs) it's so funny it's so over the top like she is just so good like i i'm i'm in the the number of people that i would pay money for a vicky come back on the OC. I will pay, I will, I will spend all the money in my bank account. Not, not the Vicky pay-per-view. The yes. Listen. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Spend all this EP money on OC <laughs> <laughs> and Vicky again. That's how important, that's how good she was to me. I have to agree with you. I think the only way to salvage the Real Housewives of Orange County, you need Vicky and Tamara back. Yes. Yeah. Tamara, Tamara as well, because Tamara was so messy. Like, Tamara is the type of messy that I'm like, oh, bitch, you should not have, but I'm so glad Yes. <laughs> yes. Remember, she tried to get Gretchen, like, white girl wasted. Oh, my gosh. Messy. Oh, my gosh. I feel like she added some color to that. Like, it, you know. 100%. The whole iconic. Did you go to Bass Lake? <laughs> <laughs> Tamara is right. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Tamara is the messy messenger. She's the bone collector. She's the villain at time. She's the comedy mm-hmm. relief. Tamara was really that girl. She she was. I feel like, you know, when we talk about, well, no, I'm not gonna say that. I was gonna say I feel like she isn't talked about enough, but she is. I feel like people give her her now just do. due. Like, if if you had an honorable mention for your greatest housewives of all time, I, I would say Tamara should. Tamara would deserve a spot on the honorable. Oh, one hundred percent. And it's funny. Um, my top ten greatest housewives list was definitely 
you know, a, a, a difficult task in terms of like making sure I got it right. And thankfully, mm-hmm. 98% of the world agree with me, which is, which is, <laughs> which is good. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Right? right. But what people don't know is Tamara was definitely number 11 on my list. That's great to know. I also want to, people, 98% of people b- agreed with your top three. 100%. A lot of people were like, Kim, Danielle. No. Uh, they Those were those were the Giselle. ones that people were like, really? That one too. But I, I feel like people do that because they just want to hate Giselle. Yes. But people, I feel like they were genuinely confused. Like, Kim and Danielle? Like, really, bitch? <laughs> but... <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. 98% of the yes, people definitely no. agree with your top This three. is what it was, though, too. People, those people who were like, really, bitch? My audience said, no, you have to listen to this guy break it down. Mm-hmm. And once you listen to his reason as to why these women are on the list, on his top 10 list, it all makes sense. Ooh, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Going back to the beautiful and rich Heather DeBro, mm-hmm. who, you know, brought us here today. Where does she rank out of 139 housewives? For me, she's, I'm going to say 137. I, I was going to say 138. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to say there have, there have been... <laughs> There have been worse, my friend. And guess who 139 is? 138. Peg- Peggy? Peggy? Yeah. Child. Yes. Ooh. And listen. 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 Linda. Linda. Listen. 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 Heather DeBro should return next season only if Vicky, Tamara, Shannon are back. Um, let me ask you this. So that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Yes, Tamara, that's my opinion. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Jazz. Do you think the Real Housewives of Orange County, similar to New York, should be split into two shows where there's the Real Housewives of Orange County legacy and then a new crop of OC women for the franchise. It would depend on the reasoning for the split. Because with New York, they split it and they said they wanted to show this multicultural um, cast. There's not a multicultural cast in the OC. Let's be very clear about that. At all. (laughs) Let's be very clear. Like, they got their first Black housewife in Noella, you know, and it's taken how many, like, 15 seasons Mm -hmm. for them to be able to do that. And so I think um, just, you know, what we know about the OC a multicultural cast. I don't know. I think if they split it up, it would look like they're just splitting it up so that they could have a younger batch of OC housewives. Um, and then still keep, you know, the old, older gals, um, the seasoned gals. I'll yes, say, I know women, women hate to be called the older ones, but the more seasoned gals, um, would I watch it? Sure. Absolutely. But do I think it's needed? No, because I don't think their issue is like the entire cast. Like you said, they have very good ensemble uh, castmates and cast members. They just need that that Vicky, that Tamara to come in and just really be like the glue. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if they came, if they split it, like, listen, one th- I told you this, one thing about me, I'm gonna watch the Housewives. So Same. <laughs> you can give me as many spinoffs unless it's um, Salt Lake City. Not gonna watch that. I but- know. So guys, I'm trying to get her to get into <laughs> Salt Lake City because I said to her, I understood in the beginning because I didn't watch all of mm-hmm. season one. 
But baby, season two, the moment Jen got arrested until the finale, not the reunion, until the season finale <laughs> was excellent television. Okay, we we can we can um next time I visit you, let's sit down and watch it as a family. Yes. Um, because I couldn't get into it. I got a couple episodes, could not get into it. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I'm gonna watch the Housewives regardless. So if they split the OC, great. If next season they come back and you know it's still boring and another flop, I'm gonna watch it a little and then complain <laughs> to you and anybody else that will listen that it's a flop. But I'm I'm a Always watch at least a couple episodes. Not hate watch. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> in my opinion, I would like to see Vicky and Tamara return next season. Heather can stay. See, Heather, we don't think you're bad. So, I want you to come back. I want you to come back because I think you fit amongst the ensemble. So, Shannon, Vicky, Tamara, Heather, and give me two new women. Um, I feel bad for saying this, but I got to be honest. I'm over Gina, Emily, Dr. Jen, and Noella. I think, yeah. I think, yeah. I think it's time to sell them off into the OC waters and go on vacation. I okay. I would actually, if Noella came back with the cast that you just named and maybe like another new person, I wouldn't hate that. Cause okay. like I said, Noella, like you caught you said Noella is on life support just like beyond thirsty to be on TV if she can mellow that out a little bit I think she can give some good television because what I do think is that she's open-minded enough to be like wild on TV and to like really give us kind of like what Tamara used to give like in the pool with no clothes on like I feel like she could be that type of like really fun but she has to get past this like trying to mimic everything that she's studied. She yeah. got the sex dungeon from Candy. She got <laughs> she got this outburst looking at the ocean. Ah! <laughs> like, no! I must have fallen asleep on that part. No, girl, that was last week's episode that you didn't watch. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Listen. I, I watch, I'm like, either I fell asleep or didn't see that I episode. watched the previews, like you said. So, she had this, like, <laughs> outward cry by herself. So I, I listen, I low-key agree with you. My only issue is this. She clearly is not connected to any of those women. Shannon does not like Noella. I don't care what y'all say. She doesn't. Um, well, Shannon doesn't like anybody new. No, and at younger. all. New or younger. So <laughs> that whole thing, like, Shannon's my friend, please. Um, so if, Noelle, if Noella does come back, I definitely think a new friend. Because I do agree with you. She's fun. She's wild. Mm-hmm. And I think she's producible. So I'm hoping that mm-hmm. she can have a clean slate. Noella, if you're listening, stop studying the housewives. This is not a test to pass the bar exam. <laughs> like, like, y'all... Attention, new housewives wannabe. Come on with it. You do not have to study every single show to become something great. And that's why you girls aren't winning. Like, these new housewives aren't great because they really study the show and they come on too strong too soon. And we'll get into that when we recap Atlanta Housewives because (laughs) I'm just not into new women trying to be that girl because the blueprint when it comes to the OGs and the newer ladies, even Kenya, who came in season five, and Portia, who came in season five, they came in as themselves. Mm -hmm. And I want more women to come on like Kenya 
and Portia and just be you. Yeah. Before I let you go, Jazz, I got a surprise for you. What is it? So we're talking about the OC Housewives and my next guest coming up is none other than Tamara Judge. Wow, so exciting. I am so shocked and surprised that you interviewed Tamara even though I was there. (laughs) 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 But no, that's, that, I mean, you know. Yes. You're hearing it first, right? You guys are hearing it first. uh, Reality with the King is becoming like the home of the exclusive. So talk about exclusive. That Tamara interview is so good. Like Tamara's so naturally funny and just with the shits too. Like, Loved it. I can't wait for the listeners to hear that. No, so the Tamara Judge interview was so good. The beauty of this podcast is it doesn't feel like an interview. It feels more like a conversation. And I've never Mm -hmm. met Tamara in in, in real life. Never met her. Couldn't tell. Met her for the first time on the podcast. And when I say to you, she and I have a great time. We exchange phone numbers. I... I don't even tell you this, Jasmine. I talk to Tamara almost every day now. Oh, my God. I love that, though. I will say, I I wouldn't have been able to tell that you guys hadn't had never met. Like, if you didn't tell me, I would think that you guys had known each other for a, a really long time. Like I said, that's the gift that you have of, like, making anybody feel like they're your best friend instantly. Um, but I also think Tamara has that as well. As she, Like I said, she was so chill and just very personal, personable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was a really good pairing. Yes. A really good pairing. I would like to see you guys talk again. And we will, when she gets asked back to come on the OC Housewives, because I said to her in our conversation that I think she's going to come back and you guys have to listen to the next episode to see if she agrees with me. Yes. So, Jasmine, thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule. <laughs> Black Girl Magic. My pleasure. All thank around. You. This was fun. Thank and you. listen, I think we should do this more often. I'm I'm 100% down. 100%. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Jazz. Love you, sis. I love you. Thank you so much. Thoughts? Opinions? Email me at realitywiththeking at stitcher.com or leave me a voicemail at 310-593-8188. Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Wednesday and Friday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Reality with the King is a production of More Sauce by Stitcher. It is executive produced by me, Carlos King, and Jasmine Henley-Brown. We are also produced by Sierra Spragley-Ricks, engineering and music by Marcus Ham. More Sauce.